Yo, what's happening? It's Greg Santos. Welcome to episode 313 of CEO Life. You are the CEO of your life, whether you want to be or not. Today is my business partner's birthday, Yasmina Ellens. She's turning 23 years old. And it was a great day of celebrating her. And she's I mean, one of my favorite, one of my favorite, most cherished relationships that I have. I am just fortunate beyond words to say that she is my business partner. I am so fucking fortunate that we are working together to make our dreams a reality. I mean, I love her to death. She's an amazing person. And what I did was I put together a video of a bunch of pe- a video compilation of a bunch of people who she knows, likes, trusts, and respects, and create a video saying happy birthday and sending it to me. And I just put everything together. And today's February 10th. And I started planning this around January 2nd. And I wanted to make sure this was personalized. I wanted to make sure it was, it was great. And I was like, you know what? I don't, <laughs> I said, I remember that day I was like, hey, do you know any, I'm looking for some variety in my music. Can, can you send me some some stuff so I can expand my horizon? She sends me her entire playlist. And then I say, oh, cool. Like, hey, I'm looking for some feel-good songs. Like, what, like, what are your some of your favorite feel-good songs? Boom, top 10 lists of, of feel-good songs. I'm like, perfect. I'm going to play these in the background of, of the video. So it, it was really awesome just to see the amount of joy that that video had brought her and i'm i'm i feel, it makes me feel so fucking fantastic to to provide that for her and one thing that's really interesting about this whole thing is after the video was done playing and she you know said some nice words and i ended it i do my standard routine i clean the kitchen and then i go to do my yoga but here's what's interesting this time between after the call is over, actually, even before that, the time elapsed between after she watches the video and me hitting the yoga mat, I felt this anxiety. I felt this fear. I felt uh, kind of like uncomfortable. And what tends to happen when I get into that mode is I tend to block out the thing that is giving me anxiety. And then I step on my yoga mat. And I, I think, why do I feel fear? Why do I feel anxious? I just gave her, or not just me, but this is a collective gift from everybody. So thank you for if you're first of all, if you're a listener of the podcast, thank you. Second, if you are if you are a listener of the podcast and you send a video, thank you so much for sending it on a timely manner and wishing you know, with, with the birthday wishes. I really do greatly appreciate um your contribution to the gift because it's not just me, it's a it is everybody, right? I mean, people could have easily said no. No, it's fine. Or I don't know. This it could have been some other 
things that could have happened that didn't make that happen or someone went in and ruins the surprise or whatever it is. I'm getting off track here. I get on my yoga mat and I think, why do I feel fear? Why do I feel anxiety? And then it dawned on me. Every time in my life, maybe every time, but it was enough times in my life where I really went above and beyond and over-delivered on something, or I wouldn't say over-delivered on something, I would say where I really gave my heart into something to give to somebody else. I have several experiences where that didn't go over so well. And there was a lot of, there was humiliation attached to it. There was rejection attached to it. And the fear that I felt was the fear of previous experiences of when I did something like this, there wasn't a positive outcome at the end of it. And it was interesting to be aware of that and to think, oh, I was able to pinpoint certain times in my life where I did something that had similar characteristics of me giving my heart and just not going well. But then once I realized that, I was able to take a deep breath and realize like, wait a second, they that may have happened in the past with those people, but this is different. This is a completely different person. This person loves me very, very much. And I love this person so fucking much. There's tremendous amount of mutual respect. There's a tremendous amount of mutual love and, and care. And the gift, my heart is well received by this person. I can trust that I can put my heart into this person and it's not going to be smashed into smithereens. And I enjoyed my yoga practice after that. And, and guess what? That was the beginning of my yoga practice. Then I went through my, my flow and I'm breathing and um, yoga is fucking difficult. I'll, I'll tell you that. But um, we had a we had an awesome chat afterwards, and it was just really awesome to to hear the effect that that gift had on her, and had a little surprise gift for her from the homies as well, and just a an awesome day, an awesome day, just making sure that one of the relationships that I cherished the most in my life, like um. It, it's my immediate family and there's her. And I consider her part of my immediate family. Like I would do anything for my sisters, my brother, my nieces, my nephews, and my parents. Like that, this close-knit group, do anything for. And Yasmina is in that group of just my most, cherished relationships that I have in my life. And that's not to say that there's friends in my friend circle that I don't cherish. I fucking am so grateful for my friend circle. I love my friends very much. And 
they provide a tremendous amount of value for me and I hope I do the same for them. And I am extremely grateful to have them because they're there supporting me and I want to support them as well. But you got to understand this, right? I spent my life feeling like an outsider. I started going to a school in East LA called Rowan Avenue when I was in third grade. And at the elementary school, in elementary school, I might have been I might have been one of two black kids in elementary school. Went to high school, went to middle school. I was one out of three or four. And same thing in high school. There wasn't many of us. And I always felt different. Always felt this feeling of outside. And inclusion is really important for me. And I always felt like I'm different than everybody else. And Me being me to my fullest, sharing the the pain, sharing laughs, sharing all of all the different parts of me, enough and like not having to hide myself, parts of myself. I never really had a relationship like that. And when I started getting into personal development, I met people who were into personal development. We hung out, but I never had that strong click. We were homies, but I just couldn't, like sometimes it would be like this whole puffing out, like who's the alpha male here? And it was not the most healthiest relationship where I'd be talking to a girl, then I'd have my buddy Amog me, and but like we were unaware, right? We were just so unaware of like these nuances of like what might cause my homie to feel betrayed and and, and likewise, we really didn't know, right? But but the point here is well, even with these people, I never really had somebody that shared my same vision, had the same goals, shares the same values. And there's not this sense of frustration and so much fucking friction and it's hard to move forward with certain things or like there's some things that get misinterpreted and then we have to iron that out. And then it's a very easy relationship and it flows really well. We get along very well. We complement each other very well. And I spent a year and a half by myself. And that's like me being by myself. I had, there's been times where I had buddies that even still then I'm like, I'm still looking for other people. Right. And I'm still looking for that person. Like I always felt like there's somebody else out there that I'm going to, I got to, I'm going to find them, but I don't know where, how, and then, and then she shows up in my life. She completely changes my life. And In Patrick Bet David's book, Your Next Five Moves, he talks about the four stages of trust. And I'm not going to do this justice because I got to re-listen to that section. 
But there's a couple things that stuck with me. He said, look, you have basically four levels of trust, right? You have strangers, people that you don't know. And then he talks about two other stages, but I think it's easy to fill in, right? We have acquaintances, things we trust with acquaintances. Then we have our friend group. We have people that are close to us. And then Patrick Bet David describes what we call a running mate. And that running mate is a person that you guys just gel and get along with so well. And Patrick Bet David says, it, it's going to take you a while to find that person. You get one. And I found my running mate. You know how grateful that makes me feel to be able to deliver on such an amazing gift and for her to accept it and for her to, the effect that it had on her. It's fucking fantastic. It feels fucking great to really bring someone that you love like their emotions to like these this really heightened state feels fantastic it feels great to give to people it really does it really feels fucking fantastic to be able to contribute and uh to support people in any way that i possibly can and um just the relationships that i have but um i I just i just feel really good to be able to provide tremendous amount of value to one of my most cherished relationships in my life. So I know that this podcast didn't really go into a lot of things in terms of um, discipline or, or anything, but you know, like this is, again, this is CEO life, right? There's many different aspects to CEO life. It's not just a business, but your life is a business. And like with your business, you got to take care of the relationships that are in your business, but I also have to take care of your personal relationships in your life. You're the CEO of like the relationships you have. If, if you neglect your relationships, there's gonna be some consequences. If you neglect the relationships in your business, there's gonna be some consequences. And I wanted to talk deeply about love because My dad, he was homeless at the age of 13. Life at home was so bad for him that he felt that living on the streets was a better solution than living at home. His mother used to look him in the face and say, I hate you. Imagine being a kid. And your mother saying those words to you. Not only that, but imagine being like 12 years old or 13 years old and your mom dies in a car accident. And you find community through gangs. This was my this is my father's story and you might be wondering, why are you telling this story, Greg? Well, if there's anything that I've ever learned from my father, 
And this may sound ironic, considering if you know my story, you've heard some of the things that's happened to me in my life. But if I can describe one word that is important to my dad, that he holds more than any other word or value, it's love. He says, lack of love will really mess somebody up. And it's tough for me to see him sometimes because he is tortured by that. From the relationships he had with his parents and his family and him not feeling accepted and him not feeling loved and how bad he craves it and how much he feels like his life would have been better if he had it from those he loved at a younger age. So there's a lot of fulfillment that comes with love and the relationships that you have. They're not to be taken for granted. And I highly recommend if there's somebody in your life right now that you want to reach out to, reach out to them. You know how at people's funerals, you give people flowers? Give them their flowers while they're still alive. It might be uncomfortable to share some stuff, like to share how you really feel and how much you really care about someone. You might be afraid to say, I love you. But what if that person wasn't here tomorrow? Wouldn't you want, wouldn't you wish you said, I love you today? Wouldn't you wish that you could have shared information with them that you were too scared to share? Wouldn't you wish with everything that you can say that to that person? Well, you can. If they're still here, say it. The long-term reward far outweighs the short-term discomfort. So with that being said, your relationships are very, very important in your life. And it brings me immense joy to bring immense joy to a relationship that I cherish very, very, very much. So again, thank you for everybody that contributed, that helped contribute to her birthday. And uh, not only my gift, but your own gifts and uh, just showing your appreciation. Just, this is fucking awesome, man. It just, it really does fill me up. So with that being said, um, hope you enjoyed this and um, you make it a great motherfucking day. If you like to join me on a call, uh, I have a call I do every single day called The Morning Hustlers. I talk every single day for 15 minutes and just give you a lesson for the day, help you develop discipline, follow through, get you clear on your goals, and um, just live an overall more fulfilling life. So you can go to morninghustlers.com and I hope to see you on the calls. All right? Well, hey, it's been a fucking pleasure. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace out.